0: Ladies, ladmen, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM.
1: Hi, I'm your co-host, Robbie. Yeah? <laughs> Gave it a go.
0: That was good, it was very professional.
1: Did you? It, I yeah. thought I sounded a bit like Crichton from Red Dwarf then. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love Red Dwarf. Yeah, me too. How is life, J.M.? Oh,
0: life is good. Life is good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad Um, to hear it. Yeah, how's
1: life for you, Robbie? Pretty good. I... J.M., I have discovered, uh... Pornography. Mmm... Yes and no, but we'll gloss (laughs) over that for now. I have discovered a new active hobby...
0: Related to pornography. That's fantastic, Robbie. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's one way to be active. Um, but what have you discovered, Robbie? Well, I when so because of lockdown, obviously, mm-hmm. it's been you know a bit of a slog here and there, and it's difficult mm-hmm. sometimes to you know find the motivation to be like right, okay, I'm gonna be active. I'm gonna do stuff. So right. I try like I try to go running and things like that, or just out mm-hmm. for a walk. You mm-hmm. know anything to kind of break up the day or whatever mm. um but i bought myself a basketball have you ever seen or heard of a basketball <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, Robbie, I Yeah. Have. So I what bought. What do you bo- call them over there? Well. Like a shoe or something <laughs> like that? Or a.
1: a, <laughs> a bouncy womble? Um, yeah, bouncy bobbins. Mm, we um, Yeah, bouncy bobbins. Yeah. We, so uh, I bought one of these and then I pumped it up. And uh, there's a little basketball court around the corner from my flat. Uh-huh. And I have been playing basketball every day. And it's brilliant Really? Yeah. Just, just with yourself shooting hoops? Yep. Just shooting hoops. And nice. I listen, so I, so I used to play it a lot mm-hmm. when I was a youngster, believe it or mm-hmm. not. When I was a kid, I was really obsessed with, well, I was obsessed with almost everything American. American mm. movies, TV shows, mm. cartoons, mm. and American sports. Mm. And I really loved basketball. So I used to play it a lot at school, even though I'm not very tall. But then nobody yeah. in the UK is very tall. so. I think
0: I know where this story goes. A couple of guys who are up to no good started making <laughs> Start trouble in your neighbourhood. Neighborhood. Yeah. I got in one little fight and my mum got scared. She said you're yeah. moving with your auntie and I'm calling him Bel Air. Yeah. Uh,
1: Which and, is Bellend, End, right? But, yeah, what, that's right? Bellend. End, yeah. 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 Um, uh, well, that's the end of my story then. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm sorry. take over. I didn't to mean to I didn't mean to doing?
0: derail you. Um, you know, I've been li- living living life. Uh been playing Valheim in my spare time. I have built a lot of things in Valheim.
1: What time uh, is it? It's Val-time. Valheim time. Oh, time. Valheim.
0: Yeah. Um my greatest accomplishment is uh is like signs for in the home. Uh, mm. uh that says uh Hjonk if you're Hjorny. <laughs> Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 peak. I've peaked. You know, I build castles and cathedrals and great spanning arches, but Hjonk if you're hearing me, is what I'm most proud of in Valheim.
1: Oh, he's pulled the accent out.
0: It happens to me, on not on purpose.
1: Oh, hey. Okay. What? Yes. Right. Okay. Now I've got a segue because you finally made a basket. Yes. Uh, Made a basket out of fun. Um, (laughs) But no, I was talking about accents. Do you know someone who works at Devolver who has uh, um, an accent that other people at Devolver do not have? Uh, Yeah. Um, Abby? Not them. Hazel? Not them. Mark Lloyd? Not them. Adney, hey! We have a winner. <laughs> listen to it. Listen to it. Let's see if she's here, and, and she, we can hear her accent, and then ask her where it's, like it's a from. Seance,
0: <laughs> yeah. Adney, can you hear us?
2: Hello, I can hear you.
0: Oh my god! There
2: um, it is. That was brilliant to witness.
1: <laughs> i must apologize Sorry it's not <laughs> it's not one of my best segues no
2: it was incredible it's will, not
1: its it, worst though <laughs> oh, it's sh- far from the worst <laughs> I love we're, we're in the segment. middle ground we're safe we're in safe <laughs> we're in safe hands here in the middle uh hi Adeney. how are you hello
2: i'm good thanks how are you
1: pretty good uh, I've been playing basketball. Oh, you've heard the intro, haven't you? Oh, yeah. the whole time. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> not to say
2: anything. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'd like to know: is the accent um obvious? Uh, I, no. think, it I think it is. You're pretty
0: understated, as far as South African accents pretty... go. Okay. South okay. African accent is like one of the hardest ones i used to do be able to do it i I worked with a guy who had one so i I heard it enough that i could do it but if it's not it's one that if you can't if you don't hear it all the time it is such a challenge Hmm.
2: yeah i think are you talking about like the afrikaans accent so like probably yeah someone speaking english but actually afrikaans yeah i won't do it i won't do the Pictic one, you won't but, do uh, it? yeah. No, 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 I won't do it. Okay. But um, right. but I don't know if I've ever um seen like an actor or heard an actor do it. Well,
0: no, while Are pretending re- to er, do it. Sorry. You mean like someone who doesn't have a South African accent attempting to do one in a film?
2: Yeah, like I recently rewatched Age of Ultron, and they got that Ulysses Claw character who's supposed to have been like a South African mercenary.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: so bad. Yeah.
1: Shame. <laughs> that's, um, what's his face? Gollum, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Yeah.
0: Sir. I don't like his voice work.
1: Mm. Uh, who else has done? Uh, Matt Damon was in a film nice. about the South African yeah, rugby team. About rugby. <laughs> um, Don Don oh, Cheadle, yeah, rugby. And Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, I believe, played Nelson Mandela. Was it? Oh, no. Maybe it was, uh... No, maybe it was Morgan Freeman, actually.
2: I think it was Morgan Freeman.
1: Yeah, that would make more sense, wouldn't it?
2: Um, And recently, I think Daniel Radcliffe was in a movie about a prison in Pretoria. Hmm. And he tried one.
1: Wow. Was he all right?
0: um, I have a lot of faith in Daniel Radcliffe.
2: No, I don't think
0: so. (laughs) It's a shame. It's a tough accent. I
1: saw him in a play and he he did an Irish accent and Mm -hmm. uh, he was very good. Cool. I mean, so yeah. uh, good for him. Here we go. <laughs>
0: Irishes.
2: Good job.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Job. Adana your South African accent is very good. Ah, oh, thank you. I can tell you've worked on that for quite some time. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: But... but you recently left South Africa.
2: I did. Yeah, I moved to London. Woo! Yeah.
0: Robbie, just for a quick second, if we could provide some context. Hi, Adanae. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our listeners and let them know what you do at Devolver Digital Entertainment? Sure.
2: Uh, Yeah. Hi. I'm Adanae. I'm a producer at Devolver, so I'm on the production team, um, provide support to our development teams, um, make sure people have what they need to make the games they want to make. That's what I do. Awesome. Mhm.
1: And you recently left South.
2: Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually completely forgotten what the previous line of conversation was. Yes. Um, and you yeah. moved to London. So what prompted?
1: Had you had you only ever lived in South Africa before? Yes. Moving to London. Yeah. Wow. I had
2: only ever lived in South Africa. Moved around in uh, within the country a little bit over the years, but. Yes, never lived anywhere else. I had never been to London before. (laughs) So, uh, leap of faith. Um, Yeah, so my husband and I had planned to move to London before all the bad shit kicked off. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, postponed plans by about a year and then just decided that we would attempt it anyway. Um, And that was a month ago. So we just arrived. Congratulations. Thanks. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, Was there any specific reason why you guys wanted to move to the UK?
2: Um, yeah. So, uh, my husband has a ancestral visa, so, um, we could come and live and work here. I suppose it's like a big factor, but also, I mean, part of it was just to live somewhere else. Um. never had that opportunity before and we felt like we were in a good like space and time to do that um and then also because the game development scene in south africa is very cool and growing and amazing people but it's also really small um so yeah we just sort of wanted to broaden that horizon as well and sort of um tap into like a bigger community
0: Hmm. yeah have you ever worked with any of the developers in south africa
2: Oh, have I? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I used to work at Free Lives before I worked at Devolver.
1: Nice. Yeah. Free Lives being the famed development studio behind Broforce and Genital Jousting.
2: Indeed. Gone. And Gone, and Cricket Through the Ages.
1: And Cricket Through the Ages. Yeah. How long uh, did you work with Free Lives for?
2: Um, I think it was there about two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's... so not not that long, actually. Um, but
0: yeah. What's been what what what's your journey been through? Uh, you know, professionally. You know, how did you how did you wind up in cahoots with us weirdos? You know, <laughs> how did you end up in cahoots <laughs> with those weirdos? What's what's your journey been?
2: Um. I, it's actually a winding one, well, not too winding, but I guess I, I started in a very different industry. So I, I studied anthropology and politics oh. at oh. university. Yeah, so, I mean, anthropology is a really, it's an interesting field, but not exactly super practical, um, unless you're going to be an academic. So yeah. I worked in urban development as a researcher for about three years. Um, that was my first job out of university. So I was doing uh, research on like housing policy in South Africa, um, which is, you know, feels like a very far away from what I do now. But it actually, uh, I mean, it, there was some project management stuff involved with that as well. And um, yeah, and then I think I was, it was sort of near my, by uh, the end of my time at that first job, i started making games um it was just sort of like a my husband the one weekend he was like i want to try this i've always wanted to make a game and free lives actually were hosting a game jam um they host one every year called essay game jam um to sort of get some energy into the local community um so we figured cool we'll do this um yeah we just made like a little twine game and it was like super fun so i could do a bit of writing uh, he could do a little bit of programming. We had some friends get involved as well. Um, yeah, and that was, like, super exciting for me because I had mostly done, like, I suppose, sort of academic and research uh, stuff before. Um, I never really dabbled in creative work. So when I did that, it was like, oh, shit. I would,
3: <laughs>
2: I would really like to do this for uh, the rest of my life. Um yeah, so, I mean, then I started sort of trying to segue into games. Like, I wasn't really sure what that would look like for someone like me. So I, I was thinking, like, UX design, because um, there's, like, a re- research component there. Or, um, like, testing, user research. Yeah. Um, and then I got this job opportunity with a... What they called like an incubator, like a tech incubator mm-hmm. kind of yeah. program. Yeah. They were doing some research <clears throat> on serious games um, in South Africa. So they were trying to get some more money into the local games ecosystem, so supporting game developers, but getting like government grants for entertainment games is like not exactly um, the easiest sell. So mm-hmm. we did research and this uh, launched a project around serious games um, and there was like a bunch of funding into that and um, basically it was yeah
0: I'm sorry uh, Go for it. serious
2: games <laughs> yeah I was about <laughs> to yeah I okay just to okay cool that one. no it's just cool. um, it's, it's like games for social impact or games <clears throat> for like specifically developed with like an educational intent or that kind of thing so okay. um, woke <laughs> Maybe uh,
1: so what? sorry, I just interjected with that there. Please Riff feel free to yeah. ignore and carry on.
2: <laughs> Thank you. We will. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it's I don't know. It might be a game okay. to teach people about conservation, or a game yeah. okay. like in this instance, um, the game that won and got the prize money and was developed further was around like um, uh, urban issues in South Africa, so like informal housing. Um, and sort of uh, challenges that people face around that. So yeah. um, you could, like, almost like a little bit of, like, city-building aspects. You had to, like, place structures. Um, yeah, it's basically just teaching people to, about the world around them. Um, cool. Which was something that, like, obviously you can imagine you could get a government department to buy into and, like, they yeah. could see the value of that because they could take it into a community or a constituency and sort of have people play that, have people talk around a particular issue that's pertinent to them. Um, yeah, so I was doing that and that was like a really nice um, middle ground, I suppose, for me because I was making games on the side but had like a professional like research background. And then I did that for about a year and I was like, shit, okay, this, this is... Wait, sorry. I said shit. I ah know, shit! I can say shit. <laughs> okay, ah,
3: <stop>. fucking <laughs> absolute. I just shit. Remembered all right, where delete I it. Delete life. it all. Why Start over. Bullshit. I can't believe. Greetings, glorious songs.
0: humans, gentle ladies, ladmen ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> dreamers <laughs> and dreams alike. Welcome our planet.
2: It's a beautiful intro. um Thank you. Da, da, da. Oh, so I was. um Yeah, it was fun. It was. It was interesting. I uh, did some really cool work, worked with some amazing people, but I still felt like I wanted to be closer to the development process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I had been doing game jams for a couple of years, um, and Freelabs always like, hosted stuff at their office, and so got to got to know them through that. Um,
0: office or mansion? Did they have an? Was it an office? <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
2: was it a boat? Both. Was it a tent? It's, yeah. It's a <laughs> where were island. they in that particular Just week
1: a... that you spoke to them?
2: Yeah. Um, I think at this point they were already in a bed and breakfast. That was like a slightly, <laughs>
1: slightly <laughs>
2: a slight step down from the mansion where it yeah. was before. Um, but still, pretty much, yeah. Like
0: pretty pretty opulent. pretty
2: pretty awesome uh had a yeah. sauna still has a sauna
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course because
2: it's critical for development um, <laughs> i mean right yeah so then evan just evan who is a creative director at free lives reached out and he yeah. was like hey mm-hmm. um you seem like like we need some production help um you seem like you might want to you know might have the skills we need do you want to come work here And at that point, I was like, oh shit, like I really want to do this, but I also don't want to necessarily stop doing work on like more of the government and like uh, sort of like development, Mm -hmm. wait, social development work, that Mm -hmm. side of stuff, like NGO work and that kind of thing. So I opted to do like a part time thing, worked two jobs half time. Um, And I think that lasted about a week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then a week of being a free and like creative work and just like i don't know obviously just the excitement of like video games and working with a team like that and i was like okay yeah. cool
1: i'm That's out new. i'm gonna do this you, start, you started with the best of intentions and then you realized just just fuck about instead <laughs>
2: yeah. i was just like holding on to this like i, I need to help the world and then video games. I mean, I still feel like,
1: you know... You can know. help the world with I, genital jousting. I, you know, I, I, it can I, help I think people. that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but genital
0: jousting does have a strong message.
2: It does, yeah. Totally does.
1: I, I think all of yeah. Free Lives games have a great message. I don't know about Gorn.
2: <laughs> I mean, fitness is important.
1: That's true. Stay That's healthy, true. move. That's true.
0: Yeah.
1: Gorn will work you
0: out.
2: Exactly. Um... Yeah, so then i worked at free lives
1: for about two years
2: and then now i'm here
1: what were some of the um projects that you were involved with at free lives then
2: so when i joined um it's mostly been cricket through the ages Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that was like in development and that was like pre, I joined pre like the Apple arcade sort of deal coming through and all of that kicking off. So the game was in like, it had been in development for a while cause I think it, it was a jam game and then they had sort of, um, worked on it a bit after, but they had spun up a team around it by the time I joined. And then, um, Gorn was headed into early access, like 1.0 launch. Um, so those were like two you know, my m- sort of main games that I was involved in. Um, and we were, like, doing some prototyping, obviously, um, and a little bit of purpose work. Yeah.
0: Um, but i say yeah. going
2: to cricket through the ages were the ones that I already got stuck into.
0: Nice. How was so, it over there? It seems like a really lovely environment that they have.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I guess it's, like, it's a it's a big team and like a lot of obviously super talented people that mm-hmm. work. So I guess that's like a fun thing about Free Lives is that there is some like versatility, I suppose. Um mm. you know, so like Cricket Through the Ages, um uh, you can see the sort of DNA of Free Lives in it, but it's slightly different to like something you know, a uh, Burrow Force or, or Gorn for that matter. Yeah. Um yeah, so I think the team is always uh I don't think they've ever done anything like similar after a project, you know, they wouldn't like ship corn and then be like, Oh, well let's do another VR project in the same vein, you know, or like, right. yeah, Broforce did really well. Let's do another one. That's something in, in this um, vein. So I think yeah. they were always interested in like trying something different. Um, creatively, I suppose that's exciting. So
3: yeah,
2: yeah. lots of cool stuff. Um, And they also, obviously, because, like I said, the the community is, like, pretty small. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of incentive. Well, they're in a good position to, like, um, to support that. So Mm Freelives did a lot, or does a lot, um, to to sort of, like, help encourage more people to get into games and, like, make it a more sustainable thing in South Africa. So, like, you know, game jams, putting up prize money
1: hasn't yeah. evan like been in parliament and stuff like that
2: <laughs> i actually can't remember if he has but there are you know he's always involved um with that kind of conversation where it's like if the yeah. you know there were government regulations around like um control it, like having content um reviewed before it goes up and how that might affect the local ecosystem or Mm -hmm. if it's like oh are games like a a viable like uh area for jobs like a growing area for jobs for young people or whatever they are so those kinds of conversations free labs are involved with as well they host playtopia which is a really great festival which i think we should all go to to, once it's it's a thing again
1: um
2: yeah so so i mean there was always a lot to get stuck into when working at free lives
0: but there wasn't enough sauna time for you
2: and that's why
0: <laughs>
2: i've joined no
0: this is not gonna work you had to you had to they, they, you had to share the sauna with other people and you said no this not, is bullshit no thanks. going you. up the ladder
2: <laughs> going up the ladder so that one day i can have my own sauna
1: <laughs> so how did uh how did the whole uh situation with devolver come about obviously we uh poached you already already worked with free lives so we were aware of the good work that you were doing over there um but yeah i guess i'm curious to know kind of like how that all came about um Mm. what what sort of prompted you to um to want to take the plunge Mm. at the world's greatest indie publisher
2: well that um of course
1: (laughs) that was it that
2: was it it's like where else would i go um yeah i I, so like i said i I had plans to move elsewhere in the world um and at the time i mean free lives uh i think it's changed now obviously with pandemic but free lives is mostly operated as like a based in the office kind of studio Mm -hmm. right it's like obviously draws a lot of People draw a lot of energy from each other and the team has mostly worked just like in the office together. So remote work wasn't necessarily an option um, at the time. And yeah, I I had sort of come to a point where I was like, cool, I I think it's time to move on. Um, I want to try something, like try work elsewhere. Um, And Free Lives also, as you have heard now with me explaining where I've come from, is like Free Lives is my first job in games. Mm -hmm. Um, So also to sort of kind of experience something else and see how it's done elsewhere. Um, Yeah. So I decided to leave free lives and because I had worked with devolver, I sent off an email to, I think it was to Nigel and Andrew. And I was like, just to, because it was part of my job at free lives was also, you know, like communicating with our partners. And so, you know, if we're porting something, like making sure the milestones are whatever, um, discussed so I did that with Devolver and so I would, I just sent off an email to Nigel and Andrew and was like it was really nice working with you I'm leaving you know cool bye kind of thing um, and then I got this message from Andrew and he was just like because I, I had met Andrew at, at Playtopia so we had you know had a couple mm-hmm. of conversations before and then he just sent me a, a message and he was like oh well if you want to like chat about what you're doing next let me know <laughs> Um, Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah, we just started chatting about the production team and that growing and whether that could be a thing
3: uh, that I I
1: wanted to do. I think that's how Mm. most of us get our jobs at Devolver, to be honest. Yeah. It's like (laughs) you, (laughs) like I was the same. I was kind of, I was working with Devolver agency side on PR Mm -hmm. for years. And then I happened to mention that I was thinking about leaving and, you know, might do something else, and then uh, they offered me a job, <laughs> like, yeah. the next day. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's just, uh, we just, like, everyone at Devolver likes to, it's like, if 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 Devolver works with you and they like you, and then you decide that you're going away, they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You can't just leave us. Yeah, you, have just to, so <laughs> you have to like, stay.
2: Like, roll into the big uh, heap of Devolver. Uh
1: yeah, you know, Devolver.
3: So-
2: katamari devolver yeah exactly um yeah and also that that's like a really nice you know thing to get from someone that you've worked with or like people that you enjoy working with and then to be like Mm. okay cool we can continue this um yeah
1: how how has it all been working out so far are you enjoying life at devolver
2: i am yeah i was gonna think about a joke to make there but all i can do is be sincere
1: (laughs) because it's really great the biggest joke of them all
2: (laughs) um yeah no it's been really lovely i it takes a bit of time i guess Mm. any new job takes some time um to get like on your feet and to figure out communication with everyone um i mean I think this is the most that I've spoken to the two of you before because we, <laughs> yeah. we work in like different sort of departments of Devolver. So um, yeah, there's been it's obviously been a couple of like months of getting on top of stuff, figuring out how it works. Um, but yeah, I really love. Your
1: it. I mean, your life must have been chaos for the last twelve months because you left your previous job to join Devolver. In the mm-hmm. middle of a pandemic and then mm-hmm. decided to not only move house, but move country.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know if my brain just went like, just get it all done. <laughs> Do all the things in one go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's most, I, I think, especially with the, it was maybe a thing of like changing jobs to Devolver and then, find you know, it's a very supportive team and like a really cool environment to work in and then maybe i think that also was like kind of encouraging to be able to like the change wouldn't be so drastic or so intense if i hadn't had the job at devolver it would have been so much scarier to actually move country so so yeah i guess it's like goes hand in hand a little bit but
0: yeah Yeah. life has
2: been a (laughs) a bit intense (laughs) for the last while
0: was it you adenae or was it were, were you the 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 new hire that like, the day after we hired you, Fall Guys sold a bajillion copies or something like that.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, so thanks for <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah I yeah, remember someone making bringing... that joke in the first meeting that I was in, and I was like, oh, God, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what
0: Fall
2: Guys <laughs> is. Other people have worked on this about? for years. <laughs> like, why are you? Yeah. Um, yeah no, Nigel,
0: like, think... why are you doing yeah, this I to think that's great. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, I think it was
2: Like, stop. Yeah, but I think it... The I pretty much joined. I joined on the third of August. I think it might be the day that it launched. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It launched on the f- f- yeah third or fourth, wasn't it? I think yeah. it yeah. launched. Yeah. Holy shit! The, Man, that feels timing. like a lifetime ago.
2: It does. Yeah.
1: So, what have been some of your career highlights to date? would you say Ooh. besides four guys obviously <laughs> besides single-handedly, besides four single-handedly, guys, single-handedly being responsible success. for the success yeah
2: <laughs> well i mean again with the sincerity but like getting a job at the Walver is pretty great um i guess that's like a nice uh like hey you're on the right track <laughs> kind of thing um uh i've i've really enjoyed like launch days um mm-hmm. i know they're like super stressful because mm-hmm. people are running around uh i've had you know with cricket through the ages we had some scares about having to like upgrade unity versions and stuff so like things have been really intense but i think there's um i really enjoyed always like that moment where like a team uh i suppose it's like the work they've done is out there and like people can enjoy it and that brings mm-hmm. like a new energy to what you're doing Um, so I guess, yeah, with, with, with both Gorn and Cricket through the ages and both of those games obviously been, um, received super well. So so that's been great. So it's just like a whole cycle of like positive feedback and getting the team excited, um, after, you know, the years of work that they put in to something like that. So that, those have been pretty high points. Um, I, Submitted a game, uh, alternative controller game to GDC, all control GDC. I think it was in 2019. It was called Guitar Wizards. Um, that was pretty. That was a pretty big high point, I guess, for my what's, husband and I. What,
1: what's Guitar Wizards?
2: Guitar Wizards. Um, so it is a game that you play with guitar hero controllers, but mm-hmm. the like, the board that you play on is basically, it's made of, like, uh, five LED strips. It's about, like, two meters across. So you stand facing your opponent. Um, and then you play on the guitar controller and you fire off... The notes that you play are basically, like, an attack. And then they have to block and play their own attack. Uh, yeah. It's like a small duel game kind of thing. Dueling That's game. Cool. Yeah. So I made... Yeah. I mean, I, I did, like, a... <clears throat> a bunch of the sort of like working on the physical installation. So, you know, uh, fabricating the thing. Um, but also sewed some wizard hats. So this was obviously pre pandemic (laughs) when, um, people could touch stuff. Other people have touched. Um, right. Can you remember that
0: when you would like, be like oh yeah sure i'll put on this hat that another person oh my god, has put yeah. on. god
3: <laughs>
2: yeah pictures now it's what? pretty scary like <laughs> why would you do that um but anyway i sewed these hats and we took them to gdc and we wanted people to sort of be able to get into the spirit of the thing and like feel like they're a wizard playing a guitar so you gave him lsd um, <laughs> not co- not quite uh but a very fancy hat um Lace yeah and people, and people actually like put it on and had a good time with it so wow yeah, i think those that's are, great yeah.
1: that's amazing
2: yeah it's really fun to watch people play something you made
1: yeah have you so, so you so you mentioned you and your husband made games is does yeah. he work in video games as well then
2: he does yeah so ah. When we started making games in 2016, he was uh, electrical no electronic engineer. He started making electronics. Oh, cool. um, yeah, so I mean, I guess there's like a little bit of programming and stuff involved in that, but mostly electronics. And then we did this game jam and both of us were just like, okay, <sighs> life's going to look different from now on. Um, and yeah, so we so we both opted for career, career changes and he um, went down the programming and like gameplay programming and design route yeah so he is a programmer working on a project at the moment (laughs) I don't know if they can talk about it
1: (laughs) Um, yeah wow but um so you meant yeah you mentioned some of the um sort of game jams and things that you did so is have you got like a are any of your games playable anywhere
2: (laughs) Uh yes they are although the last couple of jams we've done have not resulted in anything playable
1: because
2: oh. doing a game jam during a pandemic is also not very good <laughs> it's like there's no more energy um yes okay so i can i will share with uh you our itch we, we call ourselves nothing exploded um, oh <laughs> we have a niche page.
1: Wow! Yeah, we'll yeah. link to that in the description for the show, <laughs> so people can go and okay. play your games. Sure,
2: <laughs> you can. Yeah, we made some. We made some cute things. I um, something that we like to do is um, I suppose games that give just give people an opportunity to sort of like express themselves. So one game we made is called Sacred Circle, and you basically just like make a like mandala type shape um with like flowers Mm -hmm. you can just sort of like pick your flowers pick your color make a pattern um yeah it's sort of stuff that just lets people sort of play around a little bit um we made one where you can make constellations and like name them build a little store like their their sort of history of the constellation yeah
1: Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: You can go play it. Tell me what you think.
1: <laughs> we will. We'll ask our listeners to go and play them all um, as well. Leave
0: comments on the page, you know, okay. <laughs> with criticism and critiques. Please, and what uh, think be made better. is
1: Adanae's a producer. She reads all the feedback. Yep. And
0: remember, Robbie's on your side if you're against woke games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. I love woke games. <laughs> um... <laughs> But well while, while we're on the subject of of talking about kind of games and stuff, what are some of your like what yeah. got you into video games in the first place? Like had you have you always loved games like since you were little?
2: Um I mean I enjoyed games, but I think I think I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh I was, you know, wanted to work in video games since I was five kind of thing necessarily. I think that you know, what's it now like five years ago when I got the- my first chance to like make a game, that was kind of where it really clicked um but I played games when I was younger, so um mostly with my brother, played some Sega games, played tony Hawk, Lord of the Rings um actually, I mean to be fair, before I started making games, I did like get really really into um army of two and Diablo 3 and Borderlands. So, yeah, I mean, I had, I played some of the stuff. I just never really, uh, I guess, like made the connection to be like, oh, I love this. I would like to work in this.
1: Um, yeah. It
2: was more from from like the game jam and sort of, sort of seeing like for the first time how skills I had already had could be applied to game making that I was like, oh, OK, here's a whole like medium and world that I would like to be part of. kind of developed from there
1: what are some of your favorite games would you say
2: um so i think borderlands 2 is probably one of my favorite games i don't know if maybe it's just because i've played it so many times (laughs) (laughs) i think I, i might have played it through with every character like every hero um
3: yeah, I've never, pla-
1: never oh. played a Borderlands game. Oh, no. Really? They're really- yeah.
2: Yeah, the yeah. third one... Was it the third one? Kind of... Yeah, the, the third one uh, wasn't that great. Well, I didn't play all that much of it. Um, but yeah, Borderlands 2 is just really fun. Um, you could also play a four-player co-op, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, another one of my favorite games, I would say, is Dream Daddy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah!
2: Have you played that game?
1: I've heard of it. I've not played it.
2: Oh, I, I played it. I just really loved it. I don't know. I think it's just like uh, I don't know. Maybe it's sort of a, uh, made me aware of daddies. what you could do with games. <laughs> with with daddy, yeah. <laughs> of course. No, it was. A, I mean, it's just a cool combination of things. Like it's like the writing is like funny, and it's the you know it, interesting and cool art style and yeah I don't yeah. know I just really loved it got super into it um, like the
0: video games like it it kind of well, the video games don't have to be shooting things or platforming or you know the very basic elements of games that are most games
2: yeah I guess so I guess it's just like because uh, I mean I, I definitely enjoy those things like, I enjoy shooting sure and platforming and all that kind of stuff Um I guess what, another one of my favorite games is Overwatch. Um, mm. But yeah, but but I suppose more tied to the kind of like the kinds of things that I would enjoy making or enjoy working with a team on, Dream Daddy was sort of like, oh, okay, cool. This is something huh? um, like exciting.
0: I tried not to like Overwatch.
2: And did you <laughs> fail?
0: <laughs> I can't. It's, it's excellent. Do you want to it's play really... sometime? Sure
2: because i i spoke to the production crew about playing um we want to try and find a game to play together and then i mentioned overwatch and it was not received very well
1: do you want to know something <laughs> really awful is i did the pr for overwatch i launched that game and i never played it that's okay probably you've never played any games <laughs> I played, I never played Hitman. Anything except Hitman. I played yeah, Hitman. Yeah, I know you played Hitman, Robbie, and Monkey Island. Hitman and, and Monkey Island. And Monkey Island <laughs> and Metal Gear Solid and Resident Evil. Did
2: you?
1: And did, NBA did, Jam. Did you do the PR for any of those? Um, have I done PR for any of those? I've secretly done PR for Hitman. By (laughs) virtue of the fact that I never stop fucking talking about it, (laughs) right? Telling anyone who (laughs) because it is the best game ever. Um, But otherwise, no.
2: I've never played Hitman. Um, Which one should I play? Uh,
1: Get Hitman three. Get Hitman Hitman three, and uh, you can you can add Hitman uh, one and two to Hitman three, and you can play them all in a row in from from hitman 3 uh huh. so i would do that
2: nice okay i, I go
1: th- yeah it's the best it is the best <laughs> so,
0: it's a hitman movie oh sorry no no you go no you go i was just gonna say something silly
2: well I, I was gonna change not change the topic still on games i was just gonna go say you it. you were asking about my favorite games and i am about halfway through kentucky road zero and I'm nice. fairly certain that that's going to be high up on that list <laughs> when
1: I'm done with it. I, I never finished ever... that because I yeah. I started it back when it very first came out. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I think I played maybe yeah. the first two episodes and then that was it. Like, I just right. played.
0: I played the first first four episodes, streamed them. Mr. Meatless streamed the first four episodes and the fifth one wasn't out yet. And by oh. the time the fifth one was out, it was like, I'm not I can't <laughs> I can't do that again yeah did you enjoy it's it so gorgeous oh I love it okay. it's so beautiful the music I yeah. mean and the the stillness and the boredom mm-hmm. that it creates are exquisite
2: yeah I actually really loved that that it was like in most games I would find it frustrating because a lot of it was like very slow like, mm-hmm. I want to move faster like I just want to click through to the thing um, mm-hmm. to the action and then sort of the realization of like oh this is on purpose right this is yeah. this is part of the experience um, yeah. yeah back to the Hitman you... movie though
0: <laughs> oh, I was just going to say <laughs> that I saw something about the Hitman movie pop up and I forgot that they cast Timothy Oliphant yeah. as the fucking oh. Hitman And <laughs> yep uh, he's awful
1: I mean, has he ever? I mean, I no. struggle to understand how he gets cast in anything.
0: I don't know. He was he was an asshole in Deadwood, and he was good oh, at yeah, playing he was. an he asshole was, in Yeah, Deadwood. he was
1: good in Deadwood. Yeah,
0: like because he just was an asshole. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's an asshole in real life, but he was just awful. But everything else I've seen him in, I'm just like, go oh, shoot, get out of here, go on. Wasn't
2: <laughs> he recently in the Mandalorian.
1: He was yeah, yeah. playing he was basically playing, playing the same character, f- character from Dead yeah. Deadwood. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite you're Billy the marshal around here, yeah, Good he's job. just like he's not quite Billy Bob Thornton, like when you can't yeah. afford Billy Bob Thornton I right. well, who getting could older, who's nearly who's nearly Billy Bob Thornton, but costs a fuckable Billy Bob Thornton a lot less now, yeah. Timothy oliphant So, uh Adana, what are you most looking forward to doing in London?
2: Mm, I'm most looking forward to going to the V&A museum. Mm. Museum? Right. Yes. Yep, yep. Um so I have recently been getting really into their YouTube channel, which is great by wow, the way. Wow, they have
1: a YouTube channel.
2: They do, and they put it on they put out really good videos on their um curation how they restore things uh, on some of their exhibitions
1: what's the Uh, vna it's the victoria and albert museum so uh, as in queen victoria and prince albert and it's it it started life as literally like their collection of stuff That they'd acquired from the. uh, Yeah, the old uh, colonial (laughs) days. The good old days, as I like to call them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, and now it's just a really cool museum. I did not know that. I did not know they had a YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, it's really interesting. I learned some more about how they did special effects in like theatre and like the. I think it's like 18th century
0: mm. oh cool
2: yeah it's just like a little it's like a electrical wire um connected to a plate on the actor's foot and then it like ran up his whole costume into his hand where he was wearing like a chainmail glove and then he was fighting with a sword and it would create sparks if he stood on like a, a certain spot on the stage
0: jesus yeah <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why is Practical effect back in Albert? the day.
1: Why is that on the V and A and A Museum because they've got channel. some old wires? Because they've right? got the
2: whole they've got the whole costume. Oh
1: um, so they actually okay. got the,
2: the costume and then a, a curator will like okay, that a conservationist so do they... was, would like repair the costume. Um but then talk you through like how it worked.
0: Will they do a demonstration? No. College. unfortunately
2: not yeah <laughs> that would have been jesus so the many actors level. got
0: electrocuted to death doing that
2: i'm gonna send this to you because i feel like you would appreciate it yeah. but i feel like maybe there are um other cool things to do in london that i'm not aware of yet <laughs> i am <laughs> i am really looking forward to when it is a safe thing that you can reasonably do is just um like some music at like an outdoor venue
1: mm. like i really just
2: want to sit in the park and listen to a band play
1: yeah, hopefully that will not be too far away, but remains yeah. to be seen. Yeah. But there is a lot of that when, it, usually in the summertime, there's quite a lot of um, gigs in parks and things like that. Nice. So fingers crossed.
2: Yay. Oh, that'd
1: be fun. Oh,
0: now I'm just thinking about how nice it'll be to go outside again.
1: Oh, man. Jam, you're so in close.
2: Seattle,
0: right? I'm near Seattle. Yeah, near I'm across Seattle. the sound.
2: Okay. Yeah. How are
0: things so, there? Um, things are all right. Had our first round of vaccinations. Oh. Uh so yeah, really excited about That's
2: that. Amazing.
0: Yeah. 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 So that'll be good. Um when it's all done. And then uh yeah. It's I mean it's it's getting beautiful here. It's not snowing anymore. Uh by a long shot. Um
3: Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Looking i am I'm I'm hoping, I mean Sadly, I don't think... I don't know. Hoping for a PAX West. Mm. I would love to see y'all there, here. But <laughs> <laughs> dubious when, as to international yeah. events. You know. Yeah. When yeah. is that supposed so. to happen? Hmm?
2: When is PAX West supposed to happen? Or like when is that Se- intended?
0: September.
2: September. Hmm.
0: So I feel like we we could we could do it. It's been my prediction that that PAX West 2021, since the beginning of this thing, that that would be the earliest okay. of the shows that we could do, and it seems like that's playing out. Uh, it's also it's also one of the best shows, mm. I would say.
1: I've never been. Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the better ones.
0: Yeah, I like yes. it. PAX West is nice. The convention center is really nice, and Seattle is beautiful. Uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff here. Um. So yeah, so
1: hopefully we get to do that, and we can actually, you know, meet people.
2: I can meet you face to face. Uh,
1: I know, yeah. So we should probably, we probably should have mentioned that earlier in the podcast, rather than almost at the very end. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, you joined us uh, in the midst of the pandemic, and uh, yeah, most most of us haven't met. Yeah, I have
2: so far. I mean, I met. So I, before starting to work at DeWalber I met uh, Andrew, Nigel, mm. Mark, Hickey, and
0: mm.
2: Graham, like very briefly, I think, or maybe I just saw him.
0: You still joined working time. with us after meeting Graham. <laughs> but this, see, this <laughs> mm-hmm. is the
2: thing. I don't think I actually met him. I think someone was just like, oh, that's Graham. Yeah. And I was like, cool, that's Graham. <laughs> um, in the distance there. I didn't have full context. Um. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, and then Andrew came to visit in Cape Town, so I got to know him a little bit, but yeah, other than that, um, most of the world I haven't met in
0: face-to-face,
2: no. so it'll be really exciting, Yeah, you know, to all get together. E3 yeah.
0: 2022 at the latest. Yeah, the very latest, surely. Y'all should get together this Thursday and listen to this forecast. Oh, yeah. Well, Jan!
1: It turns out uh, Adonai and I are going to meet for the first Mm -hmm. time on Thursday. So when this show comes out, if you're listening to it, listeners, you'll be glad to know uh, that Adanae and I have met and uh, I will... Let you all know on next week's show <laughs> how that went. If it was
3: wholly <laughs> disappointing or not. And
1: Adonay <laughs> will not be able to respond. <laughs> I'm coming back on the
2: show and I will never know. Um, <laughs> they can tell me in comments on my itch page what you said. There you go. Yeah, there we there go. go. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I, I met, um, we went for a walk with Luke Vernon, who's also in our production team um and that was cool and i think it what's weird about it is that with Luke, especially and other people on the production team is you've actually uh we've only gotten to know each other through video calls mm. so you actually have this like a different dynamic to yeah. in person he's and,
0: much taller in real life <laughs> true yeah.
2: um yeah so you have to sort of uh, reestablish that a little bit or it's like a, you know it's like a, adding on to your existing relationship um yeah. now being able to speak face to face and
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can shove Robbie on Thursday. Yeah, I'm much can't shorter. through I'm, video call. I'm much
1: shorter in real life, so I have
2: to stay two meters away from him and my arms are not that long.
1: Get a so... stick.
2: Ah, a stick. Okay. Thanks,
0: Jim. Yeah. yeah, I'm here to help. <laughs>
1: Into next week's podcast to learn what really went down. Yeah.
0: Robbie hits Adne with a stick. <laughs> Never double cross JM.
1: Exactly. You think I'm not coming to this meeting armed? With <laughs> backup? <laughs>
0: um, I, I I almost hate to ask this, but Adne, can you do. Um, are you capable of doing uh, Evan's accent?
2: No. I'm not a, I haven't
0: what is his accent because he sounds like a beetle
2: he kind of looks like a beetle I don't know I don't know the long in hair in a good way in a good way yeah, yeah. yeah. um no I can't do him in accent I'm sorry alright but we should just well we yes we should just get him on this podcast uh you should get him on this podcast and and he can do it in the flesh
0: we should that's a yeah. good idea going to mm. steal that idea yeah. It's, a,
2: yeah it's a free one
0: thanks that's sure. man i love it when we have the production people on here
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the production people never fail to come up with a good idea for our podcast
2: oh yeah what was the what was the last one? i can't remember
1: i can't remember
0: Andrew had one about, uh, he was going to do something. You know, we were going to have him doing like a recurring thing where he like popped in and did like development yeah. tips, didn't we? I not remember what it was. We didn't, we didn't follow him. Jared had the best advice of all, which was delete this.
1: Mm. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was solid. We'll have to get Juan on next. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure out what his good idea is, because I'm not sure he has one. <laughs> wow. Oh, right sick burn. Now, sick I will burn. Sho-
2: now I will shove you with a stick.
0: <laughs> don't come for a production team like that. <laughs> you don't come after my sweet boy. <laughs>
2: Robbie, well, are you I'm trying really- to find a segue again? To the end, yeah. yeah hear I was, him doing. It, I
1: was just, I was just about to say, well, Adonai, thank you so much, and you talked over me. <gasps> I'm so sorry. Oh my God, thanks <laughs> for everything. talking over Robbie. Never again. <laughs> yeah, thanks for talking over me, and thanks <laughs> for being on the forecast. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it's really great
0: because you know this is this is the most I've gotten to talk to you. This is really great. Yeah, so it's nice to nice to meet
1: you here on the forecast
2: yeah thank you it was really fun talking to you yeah Mm.
1: are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share (laughs) before we nosy (laughs) off into the sunset do you want to
2: talk over me one more time (laughs) (laughs) um no thank you this was fun uh this podcast is pretty great i listened to a bunch of episodes to prepare (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh,
0: <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> how did you pick which episodes to listen to or did you just listen to the most recent yeah
2: I just listened to the most recent and then fair
0: go enough, back from enough. there um yeah that's cool good job thanks thanks for making it even
1: better
2: Oh, pleasure.
1: play us off Robbie oh it's the end of the podcast here we go we're gonna say goodbye and go <laughs> That's myself. I'm okay. Right. Okay, sure. Alright,